Today is Friday, February 11th, 2022. I have like two stories to basically tell for today's podcast. One is about the Oscars, and that's not really a story, but to talk about them. And the other is this um, medical issue I've been going on for two weeks now, and I'm uh, fed up with it. So I'm going to start with that one. So February 1st, I went to the doctor, to the eye doctor, to have my eyes checked to order some new glasses. And when I go in there, I'm thinking, okay, I'm just here to get my eyes checked and get a new prescription, and then I'll go order new glasses. So I go in to the doctor, and she starts checking everything, looking at my eyes and, you know, hold, follow my finger here, and what does this line say? You know, all that typical stuff that you can do to get your eyes checked. And then she's like, when she was holding her hand, like her hand around and she was holding up so many fingers I had to tell her how many I could see. Well, when she held her hand below uh, my left eye, I could not see her hand or how many fingers she held up. And I already knew that I have this issue where I can't see below a certain point on my left eye because back in 2019, I think I may have even podcasted about it, I was on, I think I was in Tennessee uh, visiting my mother, uh, you know, caring for her or whatever. And I remember one day I just couldn't see, like half of my eye on my left side, I couldn't see out of. The bottom half, I should say. And it was like, uh, I don't know, not cloudy, but like, um, like a grayish film or something. And I didn't know what it was. So, and I didn't think about it then, but when I got home from Tennessee in 2019, I went to my eye doctor because it was again, time to get my eyes checked. And I told him about it and he looked at it and he thought it was something else. He thought it was, um, age related. Um, like there's like this jelly that's over your eyes. And when you get older, sometimes the, the jelly, um, sinks to the bottom of your eye. And that's what he thought it was. So I didn't think anything of it. And in the past two and a half years, I have totally gotten used to it. My, my, I guess my right eye has adjusted to having that, um, space where I can't see. Um, and it hasn't bothered me a bit. My, my, um, vision hasn't changed. I've had no major, I've never had no headaches or nothing related to this eye, you know, anything. So um, I didn't think anything of it. Well, then I didn't go to the doctor for two years because of COVID. And I was like, okay, glasses, new glasses would be nice, but it's not a priority. And I don't, you know, to avoid getting sick or being around COVID people, I'm just not going to go to the doctor. Well, so now COVID has um, calmed down. So I go back to the doctor. And as I said, she did all this stuff. So then um, she gives me a new prescription. And she says, now, I think I'd like you to... um, get a uh, field of vision test and then I'd like you to see an ophthalmologist not an optometrist but an ophthalmologist so at that point I was like okay that's fine whatever so okay so that was on February 1st that was a Tuesday so I had to go back uh what's today Oh, it was this week. <laughs> so I went back this week on two different days. On Tuesday, I went to have the field of vision test. And 
basically you stick your head in this big round thing and lights come on at all different areas of the round thing on the inside and you're staring straight ahead at this one little light and then as you see lights with your peripheral vision you're supposed to click this little clicker and it records um you know to match if, if you actually saw the light and if, i mean if you click the thing at the same time that the light showed up so for the right eye i got like 96 percent of them right or something like that i think i missed two or three but for the left eye, I only got like a 60% because I could not see anything below that point in my eye where, in my left eye, where whatever whatever that thing is, is um, making it impossible for me to see. And because they isolated by eye, I couldn't compensate uh, with my right eye. So, I, I mean, it's, it's not like you pass or fail. It just shows... Um, where your field of vision is. So so I, I went there on Tuesday and I had that done. Then yesterday, I went to the ophthalmologist and he basically did all the same tests that I had with the optometrist. It seemed like it was. He did some other things too. And then he also, um, I had to have my eyes dilated and he you know, of course, shine this really bright light into my eyes and use this little magnifier thing that he put up to his eye and, you know, looked all in my eyes and stuff. And, and um, well, I, sh I should preface this by saying when I saw the optometrist, she saw on my left eye that the um, retina or the um, optic nerve that goes to the retina, I think that's what it is, the optic nerve was a different color then my right eye, it was it's more pale on my left eye. And so she has that question about why is that the case? And so that's what the op ophthalmologist, um, I went to see him. So, of course, he's, he does all that stuff, too. And he, uh, I did, you know, I did a um, colorblind test, um, uh, a couple other things I can't remember. But anyway... So it was when he's looking at my eye with a really bright light and I had to look straight ahead and he's looking in there. He sees the same optic nerve and how it's pale, paler, a paler color than the right eye. And he, so he, he already knows what it is. It's this big, long, um, big, long term. And he explains to me that it's not what my other doctor when I, back in 2019 thought it was. Um, you know, the guy, that, the doctor who thought it was the jelly had, you know, like rested because you're getting old. He said, no, that's not it. What, what actually this is, is back in 2019 when this first happened to you, um, something happened in your left eye um, that caused a, what he, he said it was like a teeny tiny stroke and only in your eye he said there's one, like the one blood vessel that goes to the optic nerve did not get enough oxygen at that point in time. And he said, it's minuscule. You don't even know that it's happening. Um, you do see the results when you um, have that shadowing in the lower part of your eye. 
but basically there's there's nothing you can do about it. It's it's there. It's not going to change. Um, at some point, it, he said, sometimes it's, it can be related to um, heart, uh, blood pressure and heart stuff. And I was thinking, well, back in 2019, that's when I had my heart check in December. But um, this happened in August, so it may have been a, a lead up to the heart attack stuff, a tiny little indicator, but I didn't even know what that was. Anyway, so he, he thinks it has to do with my blood pressure at the time. And I remember going through, they were working on my medications at the time. And I was, um, of course, extremely stressed because my mother was in and out of the hospital then. I was in Tennessee and all this stuff. So it may have just been all of that stuff that caused this um, teeny tiny stroke in my eye. I mean, it's not, he, he, he says it's such, such, such a tiny thing that you can't really even call it a stroke. But he said the, the lack of oxygen getting to your optic nerve is basically like a stroke. Anyway, um, so, but he's, okay, so after he tells me what this big, long, I mean, it's got like four or five words in the diagnosis of what it actually is, and I have no idea what it is. Um, I mean, I could actually look it up if I wanted to. No, I'm not going to look it up because I don't, I don't want to fool with that. But my point is, is that then um, after he's telling me all this, but he said, I would like you to go just go to a retina specialist. And what they will do is they will um, put dye in your blood and then the, the blood, the dye will go to your eye and it will, um, the doctor will watch your eye as the dye is going through your eye and he can see exactly the blood vessels and the, um, the optic nerve and, you know, and like, I, he says he's really only, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Confirming the diagnosis that he had already made. And he, and I'm thinking to myself, well, if you already have the diagnosis, why do I need to go through that? But I sat there and I listened to him and I talked to him and um, we made the appointment. I was going to go on Monday, this coming Monday, uh, Valentine's Day, and have my, you know, get on a stretcher, I guess, and put... Um, die in my veins and have it go to my optic nerve and have the guy watch it. And so today and last night and today I've been thinking, I'm like, I, I don't think I need to go through this procedure because we already now, we now know what it is. My vision hasn't changed. I'm having no symptoms of anything from it. Um, the only time I notice it is when I have to cover my right eye. Otherwise, my vision, my right eye seems to compensate for it. And I don't even think anything of it. So I canceled. I got onto the Kaiser um, website and canceled the appointment. And I have never canceled an appointment with Kaiser before. But I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't want to go through that procedure. There's, there's no need for it. We know what it is. Nothing's changed. And, and it's not going to change and so forth. So I got onto the website, canceled the appointment, and then sent the doctor I saw yesterday, an email through the through Kaiser saying, you know, I've canceled this appointment. You know, this is why, because I don't feel like this procedure is going to um, tell us anything that we don't already know. And I think it's um, unnecessary. Um, literally, I clicked the word send and then get out of the um, um, Kaiser website. And then I get up to go get a drink and as I'm walking back with my drink, my phone's ringing. And I answer the phone, and it's Kaiser. They're calling me. 
and they're saying, oh, we need to make an appointment for, your, for, to see, for you to see the retina specialist. And I said, I just canceled the appointment that I made yesterday with the ophthalmologist. And, and um, she was like, well, I'm, I'm calling to schedule one with you. And I said, well, I don't think it's necessary that I go through this procedure. And I, I explained the whole thing to her, the lady on the phone. And I said, I just don't think it's necessary. We, we know what's, what it is. We know that it's not going to change. Nothing's happening right now. It's like, I don't want to go through another, another procedure when we already know what we know. So she said, oh, okay, well, I will explain that to the doctor. And um, okay, thank you. And I was like, okay, thank you. Bye-bye. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just, it's like... If I had not gone to get a regular checkup of my eyes just to get a new prescription for reading glasses, I wouldn't have to go through all this. And the thing is, my blood pressure was through the roof yesterday when I went to, to the ophthalmologist because I was you know, anxious and I was like, why am I here? Why am I going to this next level for something that is, has not bothered me? And the guy was like, well, your blood pressure is really high. We can't let you leave until we take it again. And I was like, oh, my God, just get me out of here. So in, I also, so on, if I, I'm sure if I went to this appointment on Monday, my blood pressure would be sky high and it would be the same thing. Well, yesterday when I came home, I took my blood pressure and it was well within my range of blood pressure. So I'm fine. Well, my blood pressure is a little high right now, I'm sure, because I'm re <laughs> reliving that whole story. Ugh, anyway. All right, so the other thing I was going to talk about, well, that's all with the doctor stuff. I'm not going to back to the doctor uh, until I have to pick up my glasses, and that's different. Anyway, um, so on Tuesday this week, they announced the Oscar nominations for movies in uh, from, from 2020, blah, 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 movies from 2021. And I had already seen uh, like four or five of the movies before they even announced the Oscars. So um, I'm just going to run through here and then uh, tell you which movies I've seen. Okay, so for Best Picture, I always start at the top. Best Picture, West Side Story, Licorice Pizza, Dune, King Richard, Coda, Drive My Car, Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, The Power of the Dog, and Belfast. Well, of those 10 movies, I've already seen four of them. I've already seen Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, The Power of the Dog, and Belfast. And of those four that I saw, The Power of the Dog is the winner, I'm going to say. Now, these other movies, West Side Story, I don't really have a desire to see that. I know the story. I saw the original. I do want to see Licorice Pizza, though. I, I'm a little intrigued with um, the girl who plays in that movie, Alana Hyam, Hyam. Um, and then also, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son plays the kid in that movie. And I didn't realize that he was old enough to be acting, but clearly he is. Um, and I didn't even know he had a son. So, And then the next movie, Dune, I saw the original and I was not impressed. But this one is supposed to be really good and it has Timothy Chalamet in it. So I might watch it. And I, I either downloaded it or it's on Apple Apple. TV, or I don't know. Same for King Richard and Coda. I know the two of those are on Apple Plus, so I can watch them there, I, I believe. I know at least Coda is. And then the movie Drive My Car is this um, Asian, is it Japanese or Chinese? I That's terrible, I should know. 
Anyway, it's about this guy who needs a driver for his car, and he gets this young girl, and then they um, you know, become really good friends. And he's like, I don't know if he's um, had a drama or trauma of some sort that causes him to have to have a driver. I don't know. But um, it's. A, I would like to see that movie, but you can only see it in theaters, and it's um, subtitled. So, um, you know, I hate subtitles, but I'll, I'll watch it anyway. Um, okay, so those are the best picture movies. Now, best director is, I'll just tell you who the, um, what the movies are. Best director for Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, Belfast, and The Power of the Dog. Now, let's get into the um, actor and actress categories. For best actress, the nominees are Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Kristen Stewart for Spencer, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, and Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Now, I've already seen The Lost Daughter and The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and I really think Jessica Chastain, I think she should win it. She did, I know the the, the topic and it's um, Tammy Faye and all this stuff, but she did such a good job in that movie. Uh, I mean, she became... Tammy Faye. Um, Olivia Coleman, yes, did an amazing job in The Lost Daughter. I, st- I need to see Spencer with Kristen Stewart. I think that's on Hulu. Um, and I need to see Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman. I think that's on Hulu. I don't know what Parallel Mothers is. I'll have to find that out. But if I had to choose right now, I, I would say Jessica Chastain is the winner. Now for uh, Best Actor, it's Will Smith for King Richard Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, which I have seen, but I didn't really care for it, um, and Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Now, I have a feeling that um, Will Smith is going to get it, or Denzel Washington, although I would love for it to be Benedict Cumberbatch because I really love that movie, The Power of the Dog. I have not seen King Richard, so I need to see that. Or the tragedy of Macbeth, but um, I was watching the things on Good Morning America, and they were talking all about Denzel Washington, that this could be his his third win of an Oscar. So um, there's that to think about. But you know, we we won't know until March 27th. That's when the Oscars actually come are going to be on TV. Now let's move on to the best supporting actress. It's Ariana Debose for West Side Story, um, Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. Judy Dench for Belfast, Jessica Buckley for The Lost Daughter, and Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. Um, as I said, I've seen Belfast with Judy Dench, and I don't think she, you know, it's kind of like when she played in Shakespeare in Love. She had such a small part in it. I mean, granted, it was a very uh, important part in Belfast, but it was so small, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd give her an Oscar for it. And I don't even remember who Jessica Buckley was in The Lost Daughter, so. My choice is Kirsten Dunst, but um, on Good Morning America, they said it's going to be Ingenue Ellis for, um, or no, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. All right, quick, Best Supporting Actor. Troy Kotser, Kotser for Coda, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, Ciaran Hines for Belfast. Oh, that's an uh, Irish name. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Now, a couple things here. 
Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. Jesse Plemons is actually Kirsten Dunst's husband in real life. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I learned learned that. Coda Smith Smith McPhee was the kid who played in the Power of the Dog, and he did an amazing job. And I think that might have been uh, one of his first acting roles. Anyway, he did a really good job. Um, I don't know who it's going to be for that. I don't know. I, maybe I. Well, I kind of wouldn't it be cool if Jesse. Jesse Plemons won, and his wife won. They both were for supporting actor and actress. That would be cool. Then, of course, there's all the others. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay, best, uh, best Original Screenplay, Best Animated Film Feature, and then all the other ones with makeup and hair and all this. I'm not going to go into any of those, and I didn't really write them down. So um, that's who I'm kind of going to guess for. And, I'm, I, I, you know, there was this whole thing. I could do a whole other podcast on the shutouts and the people who were not nominated, like Alana Ham for Licorice Pizza and um, Lady Gaga for um, House of Gucci, which I haven't seen, but it sounds it was amazing. And there's one other one I can't think of who it is. Anyway, all right, well, of course, as usual, I've gone over. So now I believe this is episode four, or 1399, is that right? Uh... Yes, this is episode 1399. That means my very next episode is 1400. Feel free to call in and uh, you know say whatever, congratulations or whatever, because I need someone actually, I, I just put, I'll just put this out there. I need someone to call my voicemail line before March 1st because um, I got a message from Google saying that if I don't use it, they're gonna reclaim the phone number and give it to somebody else. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I need someone to call my um, voicemail, even if I don't play it on the, play it on the podcast, unless you want me to, um, because I just need to save that phone number. Anyway, that is all for today. Hope you guys have a great weekend and um, a great Valentine's Day and Super Bowl weekend. I won't be watching. Um, <laughs> all right, that's all I have for today. Then, until next time, bye. <laughs>